everybody it's time to clean up your to-do list with built in america steel chainsaws blowers trimmers and much more that's steel s-t-i-h-l and you can find them at steeldealers.com they have powerful tools and the trusted advice you need to make your yard an absolute masterpiece and remember there's over 10,000 steel dealers around the country they have legendary equipment and they're built in america so find your steel dealer do it today and get ahead of your neighbors and get things done it's steeldealers.com s-t-i-h-l steeldealers.com and remember they have gas they have electric they have battery powered chainsaws blowers trimmers and much much more Hey, DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that's still in contention. Bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget... DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Here's what you do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code GOODMANPODCAST when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Again, bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, you'll claim $100 in free credit. Again, the promo code is Goodman Podcast. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This week on the Drew Goodman Podcast, Drew reflects on an amazing all-star week in Denver and talks with several all-stars. The Reds' Jesse Winker. The Padres' Mark Melanson. The A's' Matt Olson. Dodger Max Muncy. The Reds' Sox Xander Bogarts and the Orioles Trey Mancini talks about being in the Derby and his inspiring battle against cancer. One of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do the Derby tonight was to help spread awareness and help, you know, hopefully inspire some people. This is the Drew Goodman Podcast. All right, all right, all right. It is podcast number 105 and you're saying, wait a second, sounded like, well, it didn't sound like Matthew McConaughey from dazed and confused but i'm reading his book green lights i'm enjoying it smart guy interesting guy and uh so i thought i would uh do my ode to matthew mcconaughey with uh all right all right all right the first line he ever uh, uttered in his uh now fabulous film career all right this is really cool we're gonna review the all-star week all-star game home run derby finish up the rockies uh, first half as well but we're coming to you today from the California Zephyr train. Got on this morning with my uh, youngest son, Gabe, who just graduated high school, taking a trip to uh, Reno, and then we're going to uh, go up to Tahoe for a few days and then fly back. But uh, thought it'd be cool to go on an overnight train trip. So we're sitting here in our um, comfy little sleeper cabin. Truth be told, it is a little smaller than I thought, but it's still uh, it's still pretty cool. And we're currently going through Fraser, Colorado. Just went through Winter Park, and it's uh, it's flat out beautiful. Um, Gabe, your first impression and most lasting impression about uh, the All Star Game? I thought it was really cool seeing all the players there, being able to see all these big names in baseball in one place. 
and I get to see a lot of good players often when we go see the Rockies play but it's it's fun seeing them all there like from every single different team and also seeing all the fans wearing different jerseys instead of just seeing like either a Dodgers jersey or a Rockies jersey or wherever the Rockies are playing it's just really interesting to see this this community of baseball come together did you have a favorite part Yes, the player intros was really cool, seeing all the fans' reactions. There was a lot of boos for the Dodgers and just hearing all the cheers for Nolan Arenado and Herman Marquez was cool, just hearing the hometown cheers for them. I'm with you. So what do you think of your uh, accommodations here for the next 24 hours? You already took a nap upstairs on the sleeper. It's pretty nice. I like it. And that, The nap wasn't as bad as I thought. I thought I was going to roll off for a while, but it was all, it was all right. It's not bad. All right, bear with me as I go through uh, the first uh, the first part of uh, my impressions as well. You can go put that headset in and listen to your tunes. All right, thank you. All right, that's Gabe. And um, all right, here we go. You know, first impressions for me, and I'm with Gabe. I got goosebumps when they were doing some of the introductions, and it just reminded me of how much. I love the game of baseball, and it's the fabric of our family. It it really is. I mean, uh, you've heard me talk about my boys all playing before, and, um, you know, Gabe just finished up his high school career, and, uh, you know, his two older brothers uh, played in college, one's still playing in college. So it's it's part of our fabric, and and being at Coors Field uh, was so neat, and to see maybe for the first time everybody kind of let their hair down a little bit and and nearly 50,000 for the home run derby and for the all-star game and really enjoying it and it seemed uh forgive this term because we've been using it uh more and more lately thankfully but it seemed more normal and that was awesome but goosebump moments whenever you are in a place a, a special place i've been fortunate enough to go to, to some super bowls and and that kind of event um and and the introductions um i'm with gabe that that got uh my hair standing up and then the the anthems the canadian national anthem and, and our anthem and and the flyover it was cool man it was it was really cool i'll start with the home run derby i i it was also neat for me because instead of having a headset on I was a fan. I'm sitting in the stands with my family and to be able to just take it all in like many of you get to do was I know it sounds strange, but it was different and and it was and it was fun. And I was probably like you rooting really hard for Trevor Story. I love the kid. He's uh, he's been a great Rocky. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen going forward. But he, he's a wonderful kid, and, and you wanted him to have some success. Obviously, you want him to win it, uh, but you, you wanted to him at least see him get out of the first round, and he did. And he drew a, a tough pony and Joey Gallo, because if Gallo gets on a roll, I mean, he could hit 10 in a row into the third deck. Uh, so he won that one 20-19. I was uh, thrilled for him. He hit one 518 feet, which turned out to be the second longest. Some stats, there were 15 500 foot home runs in that home run derby which is absolutely crazy but it's good theater and uh you know the polar bear pete alonso he's built for this thing he's now won a million dollars twice two million dollars i'll do the math for you 
and that's more than he's made playing so far. Now he's he's about to get paid pretty soon, so uh, that will change. But I, I thought overall it, it was a wonderful theater. Uh, Shohei Otani, I think everybody probably. Um, nationally and internationally wanted to see him go off and maybe hit one over the roof if that was possible Uh, he for a while there I thought um, was going to win the tournament for ground balls to first since uh, you know nerves got the better of him and and, uh, he hit like 10 two hoppers in a row to where the first baseman would have been situated. Then he kind of got in a groove and it it went down to a a three swing playoff against Juan Soto and and this kid man this is I know it's a home run derby and it's not replicating what happens in a game but we always talk about how judicious he is at the plate and what a great eye he has and what a great swing and his He's way beyond his years. Well, the same thing in the home run derby. He waited till he got a pitch he could handle, and he didn't miss three of them. I mean, all three of them, I think, went over 475 feet. And obviously, on the first swing for Otani, he bounced out to first again, and that was over. But, uh, you know, more on Shohei Otani. This is amazing. I don't know if you, if you can fully appreciate the fact that he deservedly started the game on the mound and also was hitting at the top of the lineup. He's got 33 home runs, more than anyone in baseball, and he throws 100 miles an hour. And its I don't want to say it's so rare. We've never seen it before. Even going back to Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth had this great promise on the mound, but you know, after doing it for the Red Sox, once he got traded to the Yankees, he became Babe Ruth, the great home run hitter. And it really wasn't both. And maybe he could have done both, but we're watching Shohei Otani do both and do it at the highest level for each, which is really remarkable, really beyond uh, words. So the, so the Derby was awesome. And, uh, and then the next night, the All-Star Game and the introductions, I don't want to say they were the highlight, but just to to see the players interact and they have great respect and appreciation for one another and it's how you know new bonds are formed and guys get to know each other and kind of to eavesdrop on that a little bit um as i was able to do you know out on the field for the couple hours before the game got going when batting practice is taking place and as you'll hear a little bit later on before the home run derby on monday when they had you know guys lined up uh in that that walkway if you will between mcgregor square and the chop house that was uh it it was really neat again to see players interact and you'll hear some of those uh interviews uh in a little bit uh kind of a compilation of uh, of interviews uh, one of the other indelible images for me from the uh, All-Star game itself is, is the great ovation that Herman got when he came into the ball game, came out of the bullpen. And you know what? This kid, he's 26. So it's not like he's Max Scherzer, who's had a Hall of Fame career, and, and this is a first time for him. And he handled it great. One, two, three inning, a couple of ground outs, one to, to Nolan, which I thought was fitting. And then he uh, comes back uh, from being behind 2-0 and strikes out Salvador Perez, which um, was 
emblematic of what he's done this first half, what he's done in his career. So I thought it was a great moment, a great inning for Herman and a lot of Rockies fans to stand up and cheer. And, uh, you know, they did Nolan Wright again also, uh, by the way, when he came to the plate. He's had more um, doffs of the of the fedora, if you will, tips of the the helmet over the last two weeks than he may have had in his entire career in Colorado. So I thought it was wonderful showing appreciation for Nolan, as I mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago when he came to town for St. Louis. I think the overall thing that I'm going to take away from the all-star experience is the pride I had in our community, in our city. We have a great city, and we all know that, and we, there's a great vitality to the downtown area. And I was explaining to some people who were not from here that this area around Coors Field was just warehouses, and people didn't really go down there uh, 30 years ago. And then to see how this city has been transformed to one of the great downtowns in America, and I've been privileged and fortunate to be in every city, every large city in America. America, and I'll put our downtown area up against anyone's with the bars and the restaurants and uh, the things to do. And of course, the natural beauty with the mountains in the background. Yeah, it's, it was a shame that, number one, that we have so many fires going out west, but it was it was kind of hazy. But so proud of the city and so happy for all of those uh, business owners and bars and restaurants and um you know, shops that had such a great boon from the several days that so many people had descended upon Denver. And and a big tip of the cap to the city, uh, to the Rockies organization, um, to all that pulled this thing off on such short notice. Now, they had put in time in preparation and hoping to get uh, the All-Star game in 22 or 23 or 24, and it was going to come. But to do to, to kind of put the finishing touches on it uh, in basically 13 weeks, amazing. And it seemed to go flawlessly and smoothly. And McGregor Square, by the way, was um, bustling. And it, it's just a great time. It, it was, uh, I think, a beautiful pat on the back to our city and to all the people um, that uh, live here and, and share like I do in great pride in, in our area. So that's probably one of the lasting images I'm going to take away from these last several days. By the way, not to be lost, the Rockies finished the first half playing great baseball. How about the Rockies going three and three, three and three on a road trip and taking two of three in San Diego? I mean, this is a team that went out on that road trip with six wins. As, as good as they've been at home, they were here equally or, or more so miserable on the road. So they're making strides, and it's all been, I think. Um, because of that starting rotation, which is on a historical run. Over the last three weeks, 18 ball games, they've never pitched as a starting rotation any better uh, than they have the last three weeks. And many of those games have been at home, and they still have not only the lowest team ERA from a starting rotation during that period of time ever, but they also have the lowest starting pitching ERA in all of baseball during that time frame, 
which is uh, amazing in itself. And uh, the Rockies got some timely hits, and they were able to take two of three from a very good Padre team, and they finished the first half strong. As for what takes place in the second half, we shall see. We'll tackle that uh, down the road. And uh, one final note on Trevor's story. If it was his final big moment in terms of participating as a Rocky, it was still special. Um, and um, as I said, we'll we'll delve into that further when it becomes crystallized, what will happen. My guess is here, it will not surprise me if Trevor finishes the year in a Rockies uniform and... Uh, and then goes to free agency, and the Rockies get a supplemental uh, first-round pick. It may not be uh, the most popular thing in terms of people who want to see him move to, to get maximize what they can get in return, but I could very easily see that happening. Anyhow, uh, we'll get to uh, some of those things, as I said, down the road. Right now, we're going to... Uh, treat you to a compilation of conversations I had with the various all-stars in the lead-up to the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game and just talking baseball in general. It's our Ideal Home Loans interview of the week. Enjoy, everybody. All right, I found a fan. I have one fan. It's Jesse Winker of the, of the Reds. You were wondering who, who came up with that cockamamie call. Take yeah. a good look. You, you won't, won't see, see it for long. Yeah. You're, you're looking at him. Sorry, yeah. man. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know that was you. That's my bad. I apologize. Um, there's some really good calls. Um, throughout sports, we talked about the San Francisco home run call, but my favorite one is bang, puts that in. You know, the three-point call. I, I believe. Who is that? I forget. Mike, I'm Breen. Not, Mike Breen. Mike Breen. Breen. Mike Breen. Yeah, Mike Breen. He's a great, great guy. Awesome. Yeah, so that's my favorite sports call. Yeah. Um, I should probably know his name, so sorry for that. Um, I say it all the time. It's almost like a it's almost like a you know, a tick at this point how how throughout the day I'll just go bang, puts it in. So yeah. Good deal. Hey, uh, coming to Denver, all star. You had a you know, you've had a hell of a, a first half. How special is this for you? It's very cool. It's very, very cool. You know, um, last time I was in Denver this year it was uh, you know, a bunch of fans out in left field were yelling at me, and you know they do a good job um, out there. You know, coming get, coming together and getting on you. Um, so maybe this time they'll cheer for me, but I don't want to assume anything. Never assume a double play. Um, so uh, you know, I'm going to enjoy it. This is this is very cool. It's a very cool venue. It's a cool park for sure. You know what I like about you? I said this on the air. You're fiery, and you were unconscious when you came to town. I know you didn't have a great series or a great weekend, whatever it was, uh, here. And then uh, we saw you in Cincinnati, and you know you did your typical thing. But uh, you, you, you're not afraid to wear it after an at bat, right? No, not at all. It's part of you know it's part of the game. Um, I grew up talking trash with my brothers playing baseball, um, so I appreciate it. Um, I do believe I do believe that um, you know it's part of the game, um, and I just I just try to enjoy it. You know I don't I don't play baseball for fan interactions. You know, but I do understand that this game is driven by the fans, and that if something comes up. I just, you know, if, if I'm available for it, I just like to have fun with it, you know, play the game to win. But obviously there's, you know, sometimes there's just moments that present themselves that, you know, I guess I just happen to find myself in and it happens to be talking trash with fans, so I enjoy it. <laughs> All right, man. A month ago you were taking BP right across the street. Yeah. Uh, 
How far are people going to go tonight in the home run derby? Someone's going to leave the leave uh, Coors Field. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I would have really liked. I would have really personally enjoyed seeing Castellanos participate. Um, but I think Otani or Gallo are going to actually hit one out of here. So, Like out of here, like, like leave the building, yeah, it's no longer like, within like the confines? Literally take a good look, you won't see it for long, Like because it, it's out of here. <laughs> That's a great call. Yeah. You're, you're stu- yeah. Somebody got to copyright that, yeah, man. You, you probably should. You probably have. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think somebody's going to leave the building for sure. All right. How about our guy, Trevor Story? Outstanding player, man. Really, really great guy. Um you know, he has a beautiful swing. He's going to be able to repeat his swing, and, you know, he might just go ahead and win this whole thing as well. You know, he's got the crowd behind him. Um, it's going to be electric. I can't wait to watch him go do his thing too. Good. Jesse, good luck. Stay healthy, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you bet. Good to meet San Diego Padres closer and Wheat Ridge native, Mark Melanson. How cool is it for you to, uh, to be at home? Yeah, it's, uh, it's so special. You know, it, just being an all-star game is special, and then, being at Coors Field is special, and then putting them together is like, geez. Um, I, back in, I think it was 98 when they had the game here, I got to go to that. So cool. As a kid, eight, nine-year-old kid, you know, just be able to enjoy that. But now, to be on the field with all these big dogs and, and say I'm a part of it is, is awesome. When you look at, at the state of Colorado, I know you have great pride for being here and Gosman's an all-star, and you look around and say, hey, our state, for not being the most populated, and for being a cold-weather state, kind of holds their own, doesn't oh, it? For sure. I actually had a college coach um, tell me that. He said, this is a hotbed for recruiting. I always remember that, and I started thinking about all the guys that have come out of Colorado. You know, just, it's, it's a legitimate state to, to talk about, you know, especially baseball. The season is short here. But I think when guys get out and they're able to, you know, play one sport instead of football, basketball, and baseball, which I recommend for kids all the way up through high school. But when they get to college and they get to play one sport, all that experience in the other sports pays off, you know, and I know it did for me as well. You've been able to reflect on your journey a little bit. I mean, you've been at this a long time. You're a four-time All-Star. We, we ran a graphic the other day. You're climbing up the saves list. You took yeah. care of the Rockies, and I think you went eight pitches the other night. But um, do, do you, are you able to pause and say, man, I've accomplished a lot? It's cool because I don't want I don't want to pause too long. I might get bit in the butt, but uh, yeah, I I have I, I've been steady. You know, I think being consistent is key. So if I if I do this till I'm 100, I might be able to reach you know Trevor Hoffman and Mariano. But. Mariano, you ever had an occasion to visit with Mariano about the cutter? Because you got a good one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I spent uh, a couple of years in the bullpen with Mariano, so. I got to watch him up close and personal. I got to pick his brain quite a bit. Uh, such a good person and fun to be around. But uh, his cutter still takes the game. <laughs> okay. On the offensive side, unfortunately, uh, you know, you, you get to watch the home run derby tonight. Uh, how crazy will it be knowing a whole lot about altitude? Yeah, no humidor right here. No humidor. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I'm gonna go stand in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> and be glad you're not throwing BP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's uh, the guys that are in it too. I mean, those are the guys you want in it. So 
I'm excited I'm going to be behind home plate being able to watch instead of out in the outfield trying to catch these 115-mile-an-hour balls coming at you. All right, two quick questions on the Padres. Number one, how far can you go? Yeah, we can go all the way. It's uh, The talent is through the, through the roof, and I don't think we've actually hit our, our full potential. You know, um, we still have one of the better records out there, but I don't think we've fully done what we want to do and know that we can do. So second half will be be good, and, and uh, I think we need to pick it up a little bit, to be honest. I'm not trying to make you old. I mentioned you've been doing this a while, and that's uh, that's the greatest tribute, obviously. This dude on the on your right? Yeah. Who's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, have you ever played with a guy like Tatis? Tati is maybe the most well-rounded guy uh, at 22 years old I've ever been around. He's, he's special. He acts like nothing phases him, and it's, it's, I think I get phased out there more than he does. So, um, But just talent-wise, I mean, we all know how good he is. And, uh, he's, been, he's been around the game his whole life with his dad, but a uh, really good person off the field. You know, just lighthearted, fun. You know, he's, he's a guy that'll talk to you, you know, as, as, as big as he is, he's, he's just down to earth. Mark Jackson. Yeah. A's first baseman, Matt Olson. Home run derby. How, how familiar are you with, with uh, course Field? Uh, we've been, we've only been here a couple times, so um, I'm not super familiar, but know enough to, to kind of know what, what the field's like and, and what it plays like. You've seen the rooftop. You've seen the third deck. Have you visited there in BP ever? No, I've, I've never gotten it up there. Um, I, I think I went second deck one time in BP. Uh, I heard there's no humidor balls, and I don't think we've been here uh, when it's this hot. So, you know, we'll see. I, I, I'm sure uh, with the, the field of, of players we got, there'll be one that's, that's uh, you know, a pretty stupid uh, home run today. But, uh, yeah, excited. You guys take a million swings. You're used to taking BP. You guys are the best in the world. Everybody hits the ball out of the ballpark virtually in batting practice. But is there a guy that you stop and watch because it's different? Um, well, I've heard I've heard that Otani's BP is, is different. Um, I've never actually watched him. Uh, I've seen Gallo hit BP a pretty good bit. And that's it's pretty it's pretty nuts. He's got some some real raw power. Um, you know. I, for for most of, most of the, the MLB, you know, there's guys who can who can put them up, you know, way up there on any team. So uh, I think we got a good group. Uh, Soto, Story, being here and on the field, uh, I think it'll be a good group for the Derby event. I always say this about first baseman. You, you guys probably know your brethren better than anyone else because they reach first and you guys get to, to visit. Who's the most interesting guy that uh, you look forward to reaching? Maybe you, don't, maybe you wish they hadn't reached, but when they get there, it's usually a good conversation. Hmm. Most interesting. Uh, you know, Gallo and I normally chop it up a pretty good bit. Uh, you know, we've, we've played against each other. We got drafted the same year, uh, played against each other in minors for a while. So... Uh, you know, we normally talk it up pretty good. There's a few guys, Jared Walsh, I know from home, so he gets on and we have some fun with it. But it, yeah, it's it's good to, you know, you don't want guys on first <laughs> as a as an Oakland A, but it's it's cool to, to get that opportunity that not every other position gets to kind of chat it up with him. Honestly, what's the neatest thing about the All Star experience for someone like yourself who's already had you know a great deal of success? Uh, well, you know, it's the first one for me. Um, you know, just here, want to soak it in and you know, be able to 
you know, be in a clubhouse with guys that have never been in one before and, you know, have, have some fun in the dugout and tonight during the derby and, uh, yeah, just soak it up. There seems to be this uh, unwritten rule of which, you know, there's a lot of in baseball, but an unwritten rule, you can't hit a 500-foot home run. <laughs> Are we going to see some tonight? We might. We'll, we'll have to see how it's playing early, but um, I, I think... Like I said, no humidor and, and hot day in Colorado, I think it's possible. Last one. The, the Oakland A's are always an afterthought, it seems like, nationally. Why, year in and year out, are you guys so good, so competitive? You know, I think, I think honestly, it starts with Bomel, our manager. Um, you know, he's, he's somebody who stresses uh, the importance of winning, but, you know, at the same time, you watch us, we, we like to have fun, and we keep it loose, and... Uh, you know, I think it's it's just been that mentality uh, for a few years now that you know have fun, but but get the work done and win. And um, we understand that we don't have the payroll of some other teams, and we're not going to go out and sign you know three, four, or five huge free agents. Uh, and that's fine. We kind of we kind of like it, and um, we roll with it, and, and do what we can to win. Good luck to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. More from the baseball all-star game in a moment, but this for Ideal Home Loans. I tell you every week about helping you save money with Ideal Home Loans. They've done it for me a couple of times. We're just finishing up a refinance right now. The phone number to call is 303-867-7000, 303-867-7000. Brent Ivinson started this company 20 years ago, and they've grown exponentially, not only in our region, but also down in Arizona. They'll save you money because they hustle because they listen, because they're a direct mortgage lender. So um, they're going to go and eliminate the middleman and go uh, straight to you and get the absolute best financing possible after they hear your story. So if you're refinancing, if you're in the market for a new home, or if you're consolidating debt, they're the ones to call. Ideal Home Loans, 303-867-7000. It's 303-867-7000. Ideal Home Loans. Now back to more with Major League All-Stars. Dodgers infielder Max Muncie talks with Drew about Shohei Otani. You get to see him a little bit more than, than most being in close proximity. When you first saw him... Were you, what impressed you the most in how big he was? Um, you know, you see him on TV and you know, you're like, oh, he's, he's decent size, but you don't realize exactly how big he is. Uh, you know, when, when I'm playing first and he gets on there and I'm standing next to him, he's a giant, you know. He's, I'm staring up at him like this and his shoulders are twice as wide as mine. You know, he's, he's a really big guy and, man, he is just a physical specimen. I think that, that's one of the most impressive things. You know, he, he hits the ball a long way, but then when he doesn't hit it a long way, he's the fastest guy on the field. And, you know, it's just, it's really impressive what he's able to do. You've seen a lot of guys take BP. You can take impressive BP. Are there some guys where you you want to see him do it because it just looks different? Is he one of them? Uh, I've never actually seen him hit BP, but I've heard. Um, I've heard a lot of stories about it, and I think it'd be fun to watch. So uh, I'm happy I'll get to do it tonight. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. The story have uh, a home field advantage, used to being, you know, playing at altitude and, and uh, used to the lack of oxygen. I definitely think he does. Uh, he, he he's going to know that he doesn't have to swing as hard. Um, 
he's going to know he's, he, he needs to taper his swings a little bit and uh, not waste all of his energy. So I think that does give him a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an advantage. Hitting BP here every day, uh, you know, we, we come in the three the three times a year that we do, and uh, you know sometimes uh, sometimes we can only hit BP once in a four game series. So uh, I think he definitely might have a little bit of an advantage on that. In addition to playing Major League Baseball, which is a great gig, obviously, you probably have the best gig because you play first base quite a bit. And you get to visit with the guys that you see from afar and probably get to know them better than any other guy on the field because, you know, when they reach, they're hanging next to you. Best conversations you've had? Um, a lot of – Freddie's a good one. You know, Freddie's always uh, – he's always fun to talk to on first. Uh, most interesting conversations are probably always uh, Joey Votto. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's always got some real interesting uh, things to say. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys that are fun to talk to, but I think Freddie's probably one of the, one of the good ones. All right. You, uh, from afar, I'm, I'm always impressed with you because – you have uh, great plate discipline, and obviously you're you're a power guy, and a lot of power guys expand. Were you always that way? Uh, yeah, I mean, the plate discipline is something I've always had. Um, I don't know where it came from. It's just I've always had it my entire career, and uh, I feel like that's, that helps me make the helps me be, be the player that I am. Is uh, knowing what strikes I want to swing at, and uh, you know what pitches to take. So I think it uh, uh, you know that helps me out a lot. But um, I plan on having that for my whole career if I can. Yeah, last one. Dodgers is confident uh, that you can repeat as you are, you know, as you were back in spring training? I think so. I mean, we've had whatever the number of injuries is that we've had, 30, 40 injuries, and we still have the second-best record in baseball. Um, we haven't played a single game up to our full potential yet, and I think we... I think we're going to be able to do that um, in the second half. Drew has more All-Stars right after this quick message. Hey, everybody. I tell you every week that uh, I start my day every day with Boyer's Coffee. They're the proud coffee partner of the Colorado Rockies, and they have been a major part of our community since 1965. Their coffee is roasted daily, and it's delivered fresh weekly to your local grocery store. Or you can have it delivered right to your door, as I do, by reaching out to BoyersCoffee.com. You'll see all of their products there. They have multiple flavors. Um, if, if you're somebody that likes the coffee grinds, great. Obviously, they have a ton of those. But they also have the one cup for your carrot, which is what uh, I utilize. Uh, I love being able to just uh, you know make that fresh cup each and every time. So again, you can have it uh, delivered right to your door by going to BoyersCoffee.com or go to your favorite local grocer. They have terrific coffee. They also have the uh, food truck and plenty of promotions going on up there, up on Washington Street. If you can get up to uh, their location in North Denver, you'll be glad you did. And when you go online, you'll see they have constant promotions going uh, to uh, enhance that cabinet that houses the coffee in your house. BoyersCoffee.com. I want to tell you once again about an outstanding family law firm that I could not recommend any higher. And we know that unfortunately divorces happen and people grow apart. It's a reality. It's a difficult time in life and a difficult process to navigate. You need understanding. You need compassion coupled with outstanding legal advice and counsel. And you'll find it at one of the top family law firms in the region in Cox, 
Baker and Page. That's Cox, Baker and Page. They've been celebrated and honored for their work and their compassion for a number of years by U.S. News and World Report and Laura Page. And Mary Cox are consistently listed by them with a best lawyer distinction. So if you or someone you know needs assistance, reach them at coxbakerandpage.com. Mention you heard it from me and receive a discount on your initial consultation. Once again, it's coxbakerandpage.com, a family law firm. Now back to Drew with the All-Stars. The Orioles' Trey Mancini on being in the Home Run Derby and his inspiring battle against cancer. You know, my number one goal and and one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do the Derby tonight was to help spread awareness and help, you know, hopefully inspire some people that, um, you know, there's life after cancer and and it's scary. Um, You know, whenever you're diagnosed with cancer, things like baseball and, and what you think is the most important thing in your life isn't. And um, it takes a backseat for a while, but having that there after you're finished with treatments and healthy is amazing and, and um, you know, has really helped me in my recovery. Thinking about when you were in the middle of treatments, how far away did something like this feel? You know, I felt, you know, worlds away. I had never even thought about it as a possibility. Um, you know, it was tough because I went, it was during the pandemic, so nobody, my girlfriend Sarah, can go to my treatments with me or anything. So I was kind of in that room, um, you know, just sitting there for a few hours. And, and um, you know, there were times where I was wondering if I'd be able to play again and, and things like that. Because the treatments don't make you feel good, but the things that don't make you feel good also are quite possibly helping save your life. So you have to put that in perspective and, and also appreciate, you know, where you are. And, and I'm appreciative for playing baseball and having the medical care that I do and our spring training physicals caught this earlier than it would have it would have progressed much further without it so you have to have a, an optimistic perspective on it and I definitely do. Hey Trey when you uh, go to the plate tonight in the home derby do you feel like you're carrying a torch a little bit? Um, not too much it's, I haven't even like thought about it or envisioned it too much um, you know I just want to go out there I don't want to put anything else on my shoulders and than is already there so um, you know I, I know that my story has served as an inspiration to people and I hope it has I hope some people um, maybe got checked and, and if they did have anything wrong that they they were able to catch it earlier than they otherwise would have so um, you know that's the main reason why I wanted to come back that's why I wanted to do this and, and experience it and um, yeah I'm, I'm you know doing this for obviously myself my family but a much bigger um you know community of of people who are diagnosed with illness or cancer to show them that um you know you can go on to to normalcy after after going through it i know what final rounds of bp look like but this is different anybody giving you advice not too much. I know the altitude's going to play a factor. I, I kind of wish I like wore a mask or something when I did my practice around at home. I think that might have helped prepare me a little bit more. Um, but I know it's a little tiring and things like that. Um, Manny Machado gave me a couple pointers earlier um, for what he thought might be a good game plan. So I'll have to go with what he said. 500 feet always has been the unwritten rule. Ball can't travel 500 feet. We've seen balls travel. You go, and I had to be 500 feet. Tonight, will we see 500 feet? I don't know if you'll see it from me, but I guarantee one of these other guys. I think Shohei's got it in him. I think, um, yeah, a lot of these guys got it in him. Yeah. Anybody make you pause that you've seen take BP before? Me again. You, you hit the ball a long way. You see the best guys in the world doing this every day. But is there anybody that makes you stop and go, shoot? Uh, basically every day. <laughs> basically every time. You know, I see some guys from our team or, or from other teams that I haven't really seen take BP before. I remember watching um, 
judge this spring. I hadn't watched him take BP too much. I watched the home run derby four years ago when he was in it, but um, I remember we were playing in Tampa in spring training, and it was it was ridiculous. He was just hitting the ball over the batter's eye at will, so I was like, my lord, like, this is super impressive. And um, I think I've seen Joey take BP before, too, Gallo, um, when we played them in Texas earlier this year. And, uh, you know, he had some towering shots. I think he can maybe get that scoreboard up in right field there. Um, so it's impressive. Red Sox shortstop, Xander Bogarts. Xander, um, how much do you know about Trevor's story and how much have you seen uh, him play with, obviously, your schedule? I don't know him personally, but I do, I do follow him because, I mean, he's one of the best in the game. Yeah. What, uh, when, when you look at other shortstops, um, is, is there certain guys that you like to see? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Correa, Trey uh, Turner. I'm a huge Corey Seager fan, huge. Uh, maybe because of his body build, you know, kind of like me. He, he's, he's bigger than me, though, but uh, he's, he's very solid. He's very, very solid. What gets you excited when you, with this whole process and being an all-star and going in the clubhouse for the first time, what, what fires you up? Just being with the best in the game at this point, you know. Uh, there's a lot of guys that had great first halves, but... Uh, for the most part, most of these guys that's been in this room, these guys that has that great career, pretty pretty close to every year. Has this been particularly special this year because perhaps the expectations for Boston nationally were not uh, high as they typically are, and yet you guys have had such a terrific first half? 100%, because, I mean, we, we probably don't have the names that a lot of teams would expect us to have, you know, but uh, we're doing it with the guys that we have, you know, and the pitching and the moving. Those have been pretty much our strong points this year. Because I feel like the offense every year is, is doing a, a very good job of, of scoring runs. You know, but it's just the bullpen just being able to shut down innings night after night after night, and then starting to stay healthy for the most, for pretty much the whole first half. That's something that you also don't see a lot. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of discussion about rules and getting more action into the game. Um, a couple things. Are you okay with how the how extra innings are played right now? And as you move forward. If they told you that everybody has to have their feet on the dirt in the infield and, and you can't shift over, would you be good with that? I mean, I have to be good with it, but I mean, why are we doing that? <laughs> I don't know why, why we want to do that now after it's been played a certain way for so long. It's very weird. How about the extra innings? I, I do. That's good. Is good? Uh, I mean, I've, I've been part of 18 inning games and, you know, it's for the next day, but uh, it, it gets over much quicker. Good to see you. Thank you, man. Take care. Blue Jay shortstop Bo Bichette. Right, I'm going to see if you remember a story. Okay. You're taking BP before a game. You're 15 years old. Rockies are playing the Dodgers, and I haven't been talking to Mark McGuire. And I said, and yes. And I said, by the way, I said that kid's 15. It's not this kid. And he goes and taps a couple other coaches because you're leaving the yard with regularity. Do you remember that day meeting Mac? I was just telling yeah, I was just, I was just <laughs> saying, yeah. Um, no, I was, I was in the clubhouse and there was only two guys in the last group and Tori Alba ran in and, oh, we need you to fill in. So, yeah, I remember it. Clear as day. <laughs> Did you, I mean, even when you're going back to 10 years old and your dad had turned your hip and that sort of thing, did you have pop even when you were little? Yeah, I've always, I mean, I've always had power for my size, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always had it, I guess. How much has your dad influenced uh, where you are, and how much does he continue to influence you? 
Yeah, um, you know, he taught me everything, how to, to grind through a season, how to, really what he told me was just, you can control the things you control, um, you control how hard you work, you control how hard you play, you control you know, the teammate that you are, anything else is kind of out of your control, so, uh, you know, I think that was huge for me to understand at a young age. What are your fondest memories of growing up a little bit that one year that, that your dad was a big coach here? Yeah, just moments like we talked about. Um, just being able to be around the guys, watch them go about their business. I mean, sitting in the cage and watching everybody's routine. Um, just being able to see those things at a young age was huge for me. Were you, were you more stoked when you realized I'm going to be an all-star back at Coors Field where uh, maybe one of the first times you stepped on a big league field and got to take BP? Yeah, you know, um, I was just more excited to be an all-star. Um, but at the same time, I definitely realized there's you know worse places I can make my first All-Star game. So I'll enjoy it, and you know, hopefully Dad has a fun time watching me. Yeah, just a lot of people around, around, and you probably can still find some uh, elements of when your dad played here in the Blake Street Bombers. Is that uh, you know your dad could play a little bit, huh? Yeah. I know he reminds you, right? Yeah. No, he don't remind me anymore. He used to. <laughs> Now he just tells me how good I am, so sometimes I gotta slow him down. But uh, no, it's it's fun to be back. I know this place is special to him, especially my mom. So uh, you know, hopefully it's a fun weekend. Have you ever tried to hit a ball far like your dad can with a top hand on it? No, I think I would break my arm. I thought about it, but I never tried. Does he still do that a little bit? Uh, he still tries it every once in a while. Good to see you. Good to see you. Too. It was good to get a couple minutes with uh, all of those different guys. You know, he's a really good dude, and I've talked to him before when he was with the Cubs. Kyle Schwarber out of the University of Indiana, and he would have been potentially in that home run derby. And he was having a great year. He still is having a great year. He's going to be out a little while longer with the hamstring. But good dude. Really good dude. Uh, Congrats to the uh, Colorado guys. You heard from Mark Melanson, Kevin Gosman getting to come back home. So our state, sneaky good in baseball. Hey, by the way, one other note. The uniforms, I'm out on them. Go back to where if a guy plays for the Yankees, he comes in in a Yankee uniform. If he plays for the Rockies, he goes in in a Rockies uniform. I didn't like the uniformity of the uniforms, if you will. No idea is a bad idea. Okay, some ideas are really bad ideas. They tried it out, just like Bill Vec tried out shorts one summer for the White Sox. Didn't work. I don't think this works out. All right, that'll do it. Reminder to uh, join the uh, DNVR Rockies boys. That's uh, Drew Creaseman and Patrick Lyons. Every day of the week, they put out good product on their podcast. Download and subscribe to them. You know, I join them uh, once a week. So enjoy what they do each and every day. And uh, tell your friends about what we do here on the Drew Goodman Podcast. I appreciate you. Heard from uh, a bunch of you as I was running around the stadium uh, and uh, lower downtown over the last couple of days. So appreciate all of your comments uh, as well. Take care, be safe, be healthy, and we'll talk to you soon.